0: the two metal fans podcast it's your host logan and my forever co-host jordan oh my god that was just robotic i, that, I think like a, but we'll see how it turns
1: out you know what i'm talking about where they like it, they're like
0: sunday like in pikes the 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 douche welcome to the douche and yikes
1: i i guess also that but that's that makes me like what i just did much less
0: well understandably <laughs> all right so what are we doing today we're gonna do the normal thing and talk about our album review and for those that might be just tuning in for the first time or pretty recently one thing that uh, jordan and i do here is actually we've been doing it for almost two years now it'll be two years in july we rate we love to just Trash on albums. Like if a new <laughs> if an album comes out, we want to hate on it. No, not actually. We just love to review albums, and whether it's old or new. So uh, it, it was kind of an idea to get to find new music, um, especially like Jordan can recommend albums, and then I can recommend albums. So every month. We listen to six albums in a month for five days per album, and then we give it a nice little review at the end. We say if we like it, we love it, or we hate it. We give it a rating out of 10 and a short little blurb about it. It's been great. I found some incredible albums that Jordan recommended. Jordan, you could say the same. So this one that we just finished at the end of April, The World I Knew, The Lit and the Lost. Jordan, why did you recommend this album? So, I was um, watching a
1: behind-the-scenes of a video with Mick Gordon and how he created the demonic choirs for the new Doom game. And uh, he put out an ad, like a casting call, if you will, and a whole bunch of metal vocalists responded. And in the video, they interviewed some of them. And this was somebody they interviewed, and he had a lot of, like, screen time compared to the other you know larger named bands that I recognized but I mm-hmm. didn't recognize his band
0: so I'm like all right we got to listen to it now and that's the lit and the lost yeah the lit and the lost or, or no sorry the yeah the world i knew i get those mixed up yeah the world i knew all right well i i'm going to I'll go first album first because okay. i had no idea who these guys were what this album was or even what it was going to sound like but whenever i looked at what the next album was to listen to And the album name was "The Lit" and "The Lost," and the genre was trap metal. I was like, "Oh God, what what are we doing? What are we doing here?" Um, I reluctantly like the album, and I say that because I actually do like the album. Um, It was a fun listen, start to finish. I was never bored. There were times when I definitely cringed, and that's why I want to say I reluctantly like it. They um, to me, they sound I'd, I don't always have to compare things, but I always do it anyways, like Attila, because they have those party, vulgar lyrics um, mixed with very, very heavy, ambient, groovy metal. And they do an incredible job of fusing that iron, the rap and trap style of music with metal. It's heavy it's fun to listen to like if you took out the lyrics and you put like lyrics that maybe had more meaning to them this would be a killer freaking album because they have some disgusting growls they have some awesome riffs and honestly if it was instrumental I would probably love it but I maybe I can't go too far there they they have that ambiance that rap and R&B has and Put it in with the heaviness that metal has and it turned out really good. My least favorite song was BOTM because it was just cringy lyrics the entire time. But that being said, I didn't think that album, like, I don't think every song was cringy. There were just a lot of cringy parts throughout. So, yeah, I reluctantly like it. I gave it a 7.3 out of 7, out of 10, not out of 7. That'd be weird.
1: Yeah, I I pretty much agree with everything. I didn't give it a like rating though, um, so I think instrumentally this is really strong. The the trap influences work really well, um, especially on the drum kit. It's kind of like what Polyphia has been doing to their new sound by introducing some trap style drums, and like I feel like that's a that's a good flavor of like metal that um that I like, um, and I even think it could work vocally mm-hmm. very well like the rapping parts had a very interesting vibe to them they didn't sound bad but i agree that the lyrics weren't helping at all um to the vocalist credit like i said like his rapping sections they flowed well they meshed with the instruments very good um he was able to switch between like screaming and that very well um, but as a whole i feel like there's a lot of potential for really good stuff happening but they they didn't they need to go all in on this whole like crap metal vibe like 100 all in and make it less cringy take it like i don't i'm not saying they're not taking it serious but like when when you hear lyrics like they are in that botm song it just like it's kind of like it seems like they're taking this as a big joke
0: yeah, definitely. I definitely felt at times like it was a joke band that had, that were like really good musicians, and I can I get it. There is definitely like a uh, audience for that, and there's definitely like, I don't know. I feel like if they t- were more serious, they could be like w- one of the best, or at least from what I've heard, trap metal bands. Like there are other ones out there that I know. Like I know uh, what is it. S- Cy, Cy, it's not Silosis, it's Siler. They have trap metal um, influences in their music. Attila obviously has it. There's probably plenty of others that I don't listen to. Um, but these guys, they did really, really well, besides the lyrics in, in, that I heard. Yeah, so I'd,
1: I'll definitely listen to their next release um, and see where it goes, but I mean, in, in terms of why I added this album, because of the vocalist. I mean, he definitely
0: does have that metal vocal down. You know, he's a good, great vocalist. He could <laughs> write better lyrics, but a fantastic vocalist. Did you already say the rating that you gave it? I don't remember. Uh, seven? Seven out of ten. Uh, so basically the same as me. It's just I reluctantly like it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we're sitting here, and usually when we started this podcast, we had this idea that we were going to hang out on the couch doing brotherly things and just talking about music. But unfortunately, coronavirus came in and is wiping out tons of people and making us sit in our own little holes in our homes and talk to each other on a computer. And that freaking sucks. It sucks. How are you um, adapting to life um yeah to the coronavirus life
1: honestly there wasn't that much adapting for me because like I had just come from a situation where I lived and worked in the same house and like worked I worked so much that I didn't really have time to go do what I wanted because the time that that I had off work I needed to like you know catch up on sleep or like do nothing to relax and re-energize for the upcoming you know work so honestly there wasn't much to adapt to it's just the the only thing that's like that was new was this whole like global panic aspect of it yeah Um, but that's much easier to take when you don't have to like have the rest of your life also get kind of messed up you know
0: that's true yeah i mean for me it it honestly hasn't been like that much different. I tend to spend a good amount of time at home. I don't typically go out too too often. It's just it's just weird because I'm like sitting in a corner of my bedroom all day. I'm at work, and then if I want to play games on the computer, then I sit there the rest of the night. Or I'll go one room over into the living room and then hang out. So it, it's just like weird, but it's honestly it's funny because like if I were to say. I'd be stuck at home and I wouldn't have any, I would have to just be at home. I would be like, oh, tight. I'll have more time for video games and more time to just chill. Reality is, I mean, I maybe a little more time, but I haven't played that much more. I've been trying to get chores done around the house, uh, trying to figure things out with the van and trying to just, I've been trying to keep busy, but it's hard because if you work all day in a little corner, you want to stop working for a little bit and, but then all, then that just means all night long you do nothing, and I don't. It's hard. It's a hard balance. Yeah. So, um, some people at um, my current
1: job, you know, they've been business people their whole life and like working in offices and traveling and whatnot. So they they are offering some of the, like some of the ways they're adjusting and like the 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 current like CEO of my company that I'm working for says that every day he walks, he grabs his coffee. Walks out his garage, down his block, and then comes back into his house. And That's his morning commute. <laughs> and then he even said, like one day, him and a, him and his son were supposed to be doing something at like let's just let's just pick a time eight, and he was in the house at like seven fifty five and was like, I gotta do my morning routine. I I'm gonna be late because he needed that to simulate the fact that he did have to go do- go through his commute. I mean, interesting he says that's been that's been helping him adjust to the whole working from home thing.
0: I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I'd basically wake up like ten minutes before work starts, jump out of bed, throw my contacts in, and get going. Um, it, it's nice having that extra sleep and everything, but I don't know. like I want to go back to normal, whatever normal is. I don't even know if that's if normal is gonna be normal anymore, you know mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, yeah. What have you, what have you been tackling in your free time, since you have so much free time at home? Well, uh, catching up on a lot of gaming, because
1: like I said, I didn't have a lot of time, free time in the in the other, uh, other situation. But, um, also, got into like uh, I finally bought some recording equipment for my guitar. So, oh, I'm so excited to hear yeah i've been i've been i was setting that up this weekend um there's still some problems with the setup and working through those things but uh the fact is that like now i have it and start messing with it and actually start like experimenting with sounds and pedals and all that kind of fun stuff um for any guitar nerds out there i picked up a line six helix um pretty excited about it
0: is that like the evolutionary pokemon to what I don't know. It just sounds like an evolutionary Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I mean, they did have other modeling solutions before this, so I guess you could call it an evolution. But um, yeah, so been doing that, and then been looking at like really researching like places to live and like first-time home ownership.
0: Ooh, That's adulting. Pretty, yeah. Is that? Are you nervous because of? The pandemic about that or is it just kind of regular old looking for home on one hand
1: because of the way the world is the market is definitely a buyer's market but on the other hand i'm not thinking that something wouldn't happen but if something would happen it put me in a very interesting situation
0: yeah you can't like, really like back out of that i, mean. mm-hmm. I guess the only I mean, one huge pro is that the job that you do, you can do from any from home. Obviously, you've basically been doing it from home for the last few years anyways. But say the place you're at now, something doesn't work out, you should be fine to maybe pick off somewhere else. I don't know. It's hard to tell.
1: Yeah, and you're right, you should be, but that's that's hard to plan for.
0: <laughs> it really is, because I mean, the company I work for, I, I worked from home as well, but they did furloughs, and so a lot of people in the company got furloughed, just, just because you can work from home, if the business starts doing bad, they're going to have to cut right. costs, and man, it is, it can be stressful, but fortunately, I still have a job, you still have a job, and we're still making a podcast. Indeed. <laughs> I think we might do that third thing jobless, though. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, so today we don't really have a topic. Today's topic is we're going to hang out and just chat about what's going on, because I don't know, it feels like a good time to do that with the whole coronavirus. It's just like, Everyone's just hanging out. We're just going to hang out and chat. Um, so since we are a metal music podcast, I do have to ask you one thing. What have you been listening to? What's been tickling your fancy musically so, lately? I'll, I'll be
1: honest. Um, I've said it. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I love listening to albums that I love listening to. So I think
0: I think most people can agree with that. I don't think that's. <laughs> I
1: think I go farther than most people. Like, so, of course, I listen to what we were reviewing right? Yeah, but you have to. Here's an, here's an example. Lorna Shore, Immortal. That's probably my album of the year so far. And Definitely. it's one of the most insane albums I've ever heard. Definitely. I haven't touched it since I listened to it like five or six times for the uh, album review. I also haven't touched it and since the, the album reason, review. But I
0: listened to it... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, the
1: reason is because I bought tab books for Haken's Vector and Affinity, and... Uh, as part of like me getting into like recording and stuff, I want to also get into like uh, tabbing out stuff that I play um to try to help you know it's not really gonna help me learn music theory, but to try to figure out some like patterns and maybe like time signatures or you know things I can do to vary what I'm writing. So if I ever get stuck, I can you know have some sort of a toolkit to get out of there. Yeah, so I've been going through the tab book and converting their PDF into a guitar profile. Uh, and that's been taking up a lot of time but since I've been doing that I've just been like totally listening to all Haken stuff again
0: oh, I'm so sorry man dude <laughs> you, know, you know you like their new songs I do like what was it called prosthetic, uh, prosthetic yes I do like prosthetic um, canary yellow canary yellow I don't dislike but I don't know it didn't excite me like prosthetic did Either I feel way, like that's gonna hit differently in a full album situation. Probably, yes. I'm either way, I am excited for virus. Um, not coronavirus, but the album by Hawken out June fifth, like every other album. Um Okay. Dude, I'm so excited for you to start recording your own music. Like one hundred percent I think you could become like a bedroom producer. I mean honestly honestly, I would
1: that that is going to be my like that's what I want to be my hobby. Um, yeah. But there's there's a, there's definitely a long road ahead, and I got to make a whole bunch of, like, really bad stuff before I start making good stuff. But I'm, I'm looking forward to well, like yeah. the, the
0: process, you know? Definitely. And I'm excited just to listen and send me anything you ever do, and I'll tell you how shit it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I bet you I could send you the equivalent
1: of, lay your ghost to rest and like musical genius and your first word would be
0: this is the worst shit i've ever heard before you even listen to it that's true because once you send it to me i have to put you in your place and then build you up from there that's so funny i love lay your ghost to Rest. that's an incredible song if you can write a song at that caliber i'll give you a high five that's for
1: our entire length of our friendship, I've only ever wanted a high five. Just you. just ever. one high
0: five. <laughs> oh man, maybe some donuts too, because you know I'm a, I want some donuts. Damn. Okay, so you haven't been listening to Lorna Shore,
1: Mortal. What have you been listening to?
0: Shoot. Okay, actually, I wrote this down in anticipation because I knew I would wanted to ask that question. Let me flip my little book here. I have two things written down. I've been listening to it a lot more than that. Um. One album I've been listening to on repeat for six days now, five days now, Dragged Unders, The World Is In Your Way. So I was listening to the Double Witch Prada's podcast, Prada Pod. If you haven't checked that podcast out, it's freaking awesome. And they literally just... Uh, It's Mike, the vocalist, Jeremy, the other vocalist and guitarist, and then Kyle, the main guitarist. Those three are always in it, and then they just invite a random guest every episode, whether it's another band makes, they've got a couple other guys in the band, or it's friends, or they did Dave Shapiro, who's uh, a booking agent for a ton of bands, so that was a really interesting listen. and they just hang out and they chat. They talk about what they've been listening. They do what we're doing right now. They talk about what they've been listening to, what they've been uh, watching movies and shows-wise. And they like choose an album and a show to like watch before the next episode. They're cranking these podcasts out like every two days. It's freaking nuts. So I was listening to that. Okay. And um, one of the guys... Oh, it was Dave Shapiro. Yeah, the Dave Shapiro episode. He said that they asked if he was working with any bands that he thinks are going to be like something. And he mentioned two bands, and he highly mentioned Dragged Under. Apparently, the members of this band used to be in a different band whose name I don't know. But their sound, sonic, they got a new vocalist, and their sound was sonically changing. So they decided to make a new band, even though basically everybody's the same um it's this pop punk hardcore fusion that has like very like catchy choruses that you can like head nod your head to and like get amped up on but then it has like these kind of heavy rapid fast hardcore elements and it's very refreshing and interesting it showed it to veronica and she's like that just sounds like generic pop punk and I was like well god damn it yeah. no <laughs> but no I, I've been listening to that a ton um what else I've been listening to a lot of new music like just trying to like grab onto the new releases and listen to those so um the new dance Gavin dance up would I just say that right I said dance davin dance I think did you I think so mm, I know what you wow. meant Dance, Gavin Dance. I've been listening to the new album, Afterburner. Um, I'm a big fan of Dance, Gavin Dance, but this album... I don't know. It it has good elements, but it has some really cheese elements, too, so I don't rate it as highly as, like, Mothership and whatnot. Uh, and just <laughs> a lot of new music. Um, but today... Not to, oh, I guess it was technically today. Freaking Outsider by Vale of Maya came out. I was oh, going to ask you about this. My i was me and veronica were watching like um princess bride the movie last night and so because it's on disney plus now have you seen that movie mm-hmm. yeah all right so great movie we were watching that I totally fell asleep during it because it was late so i wake up and it's like past midnight i should probably go to bed because i got work in the morning and i open my phone because veronica still passed out and i see know i see a thing bail Meyer new song outsider out now and i'm like what so my headset was right there so i put it on I laid as far back into the couch as i could and just blasted that shit and my lord it took me to a new realm because that song is amazing holy cow i was not expecting that um members only i thought was pretty weak compared to other vela meyer songs outsider i think is a brilliant fusion of their old sound like before Lucas sound mixed with their chorusy Lucas sound and it just it's brutal it's catchy it's heavy it's weird it has like weird timings for things it was freaking great honestly we had talked about this before about how Subject Zero was like peak Veil when that single came out and it sucks that that never released this single is up there with Subject Zero so far i could just be like recency hype but i don't know what would you think of it
1: so the first uh, i'll kind of walk you through my like internal timeline as i'm listening because i i saw it came out last night i was laying in bed and i was too tired um and i'm like i'm saving this for the morning because i don't want i don't want to like experience this when i'm not all there Oh, dude,
0: it was great experiencing so, it when I wasn't all there.
1: <laughs> oh, so I wake up and I listen to it. The first thing I notice is it doesn't sound like it was mixed the same way as Members Only.
0: It, to me, it sounded cleaner. I could be wrong,
1: but... I liked, I liked the newer mix better. So that's the first thing I noticed. The second thing that I noticed is... It kind of sounded like this was like in the beginning, in the beginning, this kind of sounded like it was a B side of their latest album. Because it had a lot of the same elements going on and as that album. But okay. as it went on, it sounded more and more like a like a fusion between False Idol and Eclipse. Uh, honestly, yeah. That... And like I wouldn't consider Eclipse Peak Vale like I think we both rated that album as our least favorite out of all of them, but the mix, the fusion of those two, I think works really well. I don't think if they chose any other two albums to fuse, it would work as well. Like if they if they would have chose Id to fuse, it would have been too weird. If they would have chose yeah. Common Man's Collapse, it would have been no. too too heavy, and the, the contrast would be too much. But yeah. I think they, they achieved a very nice mix of the brutality of their earlier stuff with the catchiness of their newer stuff and the, like, the really tight mixing of their uh, latest album. Mm-hmm. So all in all, very, very good. Super excited. I'm just a little concerned why this one sounded so much different than members only and why it took two years to get here. Like, I've, is this just another single? Are they related? Are we getting a new album soon? Like, there's a lot of unanswered questions.
0: There is unanswered questions. And if you look at album art alone, they don't look like they're gonna be together. Like, Members Only album art and the Outsider album art just look right. very different. So right. I'm hoping this isn't a one-off song, Outsider, but I'm hoping Members Only is a one-off song. So if I don't, they've been promoting the heck out of the song today. Veilamaya likes posting mm-hmm. it everywhere, and they seem pretty stoked on it. Which kind of makes me think that there might be an album coming. But I don't know. Why would they not? Why would they not put the single out with the album announcement? That's just weird. Yeah,
1: that is weird. But I do think Members Only was definitely a B side, of false idol.
0: I can see that. I don't know. I didn't like members only. To be honest, like it wasn't a bad. It was okay.
1: It didn't bring anything like new or exciting. Right. But it was. You could definitely tell it was veil, and um, it wasn't bad.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a bad song. It just wasn't as good as every other song on False Idol, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) basically. But yeah, no, I'm so excited now. Like, I put on the uh, podcast Twitter today. I was like. After listening to that single, Veil's new album, suppo- Assuming It's Coming, is now my second most anticipated album of the year. First is The Ghost Inside? First is definitely The Ghost Inside. And yeah. not even because I think it's going to be the best album, but after five years and what's happened to him, I, I mean, come on now. Yeah. And that's going to oh, bring me to my next question. Jordan, what are your most... If you can give me your five most anticipated albums of the year if you can't give me that many i understand but try your best i already know you're number one
1: i don't even know what's coming out this year dude
0: so like here let me pull up the list on my my computer and i can start oh wait a second yeah maybe i might be able to pull up the list on my computer because so, i have to remember which one of these have come out which one of these hasn't um Okay, I don't actually have as many as I thought. The first that come to my mind, my Current's new album, The Way It Ends, um, Haken, Haken's new album, Virus, Make Them Suffer's new album, How to Survive a Funeral, the new album, Splinters from an Ever-Changing Face, which is also their first full-length album. Um, and that's all I have on this list. I also believe The Ghost Inside is going to be coming out June 5th. Oh, wait, there was another... Oh, Born of Osiris. I'm pretty sure they have a new album coming out this year. It's unannounced, but they are finished with everything.
1: Can I tweet the question to most anticipated music coming that I know is coming? I just don't know when. Or do you want me to keep it in 2020?
0: You know, let's just do most anticipated that's coming. We'll try to keep it to 2020, but if it's not, that's fine. So... Most relevant in 2020
1: would be Haken's new album for sure, um, and then I'm also gonna say The Ghost Inside, even though I was never
0: really a fan of theirs. I'm just excited to hear it. You know, it'll be interesting for you to really take your first dive into The Ghost Inside with that album. Yeah. Um, I'm um, gonna. I'm sorry, but when because we already have the new album on the review schedule for when it comes out, but. I might not put it on the schedule, but I'm going to make you listen to my favorite album by them after that album. Not before, <laughs> after. Okay. <laughs> you got it, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and then I think right after Haken, it has to be Viljarta's
0: new, new album. I totally forgot about Phil Jota. Holy moly. They did put out a couple singles by now, I think. I think it's only one. One single? But
1: their first album is so good. <laughs> their second album was okay. And this new single is unreal. New single was unreal. I'm also extremely excited for that one. Um, and then... Of course, we just kind of talked about it, but whatever Veil of Maya does next, like, a, their direction's looking pretty good. hmm c C2A, that's spelled, like, Sithu. Um, he's working on his EP. Uh, well, I, I guess that's a full-length at this point, but it's, like, a continuation of his uh, Senpai uh, series. Okay. Which is like anime-infused prog rock, or prog metal, and it's really good. Um, so... He's working on it, so that'll be coming out soon. Um, And that's pretty much all I can think of right now.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm going to say... After the two singles... That I've heard from them, Make Them Suffer has to be up there. Because both of those singles were so freaking good. And I've noticed that they've kind of added the piano the keyboard player buka i believe her name is into their vocals more like she always had some type of vocals but it was mostly like a ambient droning backing vocal where now they throw her on the forefront with the choruses and my god she can sing her voice is so good it's so good and it adds a whole new element to make them suffer so i'm extremely excited for that album um also, like basically June 5th is going to be a party for me because uh, and I'm so excited for their first LP. I know you're not the biggest fan of them for whatever reason, but whenever you take Brendan Murphy, the meme lord from Counterparts, and Will Putney, the guitarist from Fit for an Autopsy and also one of the best producers in metal, and put them together like that and they come out with an album, it's going to be fucking heavy and it's going to be well done. So I'm super stoked on that. And then currents, but honestly, currents from their singles have kinda of like fallen on my anticipation just a tad. And I don't know what it is, because the place I feel safest, their second album, the most recent album, was so good, like one of my top favorite metalcore albums. But the production on their new singles just seems a little off and different and I don't know. It doesn't doesn't, doesn't hit the same way for me.
1: Yeah, and all the music that you just talked about. I'm excited to listen to it. But it's not like waiting for a release day, you know? Yeah. When it comes out, I'm going to listen to it. I'm sure it's going to be great. But it's not going to be the same as waiting to get your hands on, you know, the next BT band material or the next Avenged Sevenfold song. Or if all the stars align and System of a
0: Down comes out with something else. Like... (laughs) You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And I was going to say Avenged Sevenfold because I have a feeling they're going to release something this year. I don't know what it's going to be, but I mean, especially when you're in quarantine, because when they are not writing music, they're usually touring or something, but you can't tour right now. So, yeah. I just hope their
1: writing process isn't super involved with like open collaboration because like um, Misha from Periphery, the like, I guess you could say the main guitarist. Um, he's been doing some live streams and he mentioned that, like, everyone in the band really, really, really wants to do mu- new music. Mm-hmm. And they were planning on it, but, you know, the coronavirus hit and they don't live near each other. But whenever they write their albums, they pretty much move in together for about a month, month and a half, right. and they just write. So that's an example of people who really, really want to do it, but can't because of the distance. So, i hope avenged if their writing style allows for it i hope they're coming together and writing some sick stuff right now i know dude i am
0: i'm really hoping but we shall see we shall see um i'm gonna look i'm gonna go through this list of new songs that have come out recently and get your opinions on them if you've listened to them new songs and albums okay all right you haven't listened to new dance game and dance have you I listened to one song. I don't remember what it was, though. By the way, I gave my piece on that. What about the new Trivium album? What the Dead Men Say? Have you checked mm-hmm. that one
1: out? I haven't. I found there was a... So the lead singer for that band has a pretty strong online presence. And he did an album. like It says full album with. So I don't know if he's like listening to it and just streaming himself listening to it or if he's singing it.
0: Like, Mm, interesting
1: but uh, i plan on watching that video um but i'm excited to listen to it historically trivium is a band that i really respect but can't get into
0: and i have listened to most of the album i will give you the i respect them but i just can't get into it yeah like what you said it, it's not bad music. It's just not something that I want to continuously listen to. Yeah. Um, for those that do like Trivium, great because I'm sure that they hit that right mark for you because they don't—they're not bad. We've even seen them live once because they are at a festival. They're not bad. They just—I don't know—they don't scratch my. Head. Um, I don't know if you have you listened to I Am Destruction's Nascency album. It's a new one that recently came out. Mm-hmm. No, I have no, not. No, I—I I don't know if I put it on. Or not let me see real quick because there's just so many different albums okay i did not put that one on the review at least not yet um it was just i believe i was looking at like the top metal albums of 2020 so far and that that they had a single from that album on there so i put the album down i've listened to parts of it it's a really good like death y type album mm. um but it's nothing that's been like it's not like Lorna Shore, where as soon as I heard it, I'm throwing it on the review and making you listen to it. Right, right. Um, so, The Used, their new album, Heartwork, do you even know who The Used are? No. No, well, they're like a post-hardcore band, or at least I would say post-hardcore, they're pretty old. I've ne- I've never been the biggest fan of them, I've totally respected them, because I've, I've been in that scene. They put out a new album, Heartwork, I've listened to it, it's surprisingly really good. I liked it. I vibed with it well. Um, it sounded like a lot of like old-school post-hardcore, which is the kind I like. So that was cool. But, again, nothing mind-blowing to me. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what else was there? Oh, this one's a good one. The Harp Machine finally came out with another new single, The Elder. What is what is the Harp to you because you're the one that showed me this band so I want you to take this like what are they to me yeah like how did like because I'm sure there's probably people listening if they hear this or you're not gonna have an idea who the harp machine are mm. well
1: it all started I saw on Sumerians YouTube a playthrough from a band and a song I'd never heard And this guy was just shredding his guitar. And I'm like, no, this is sick. So, bought the album, just based off that one song. Mm -hmm. And it's this 30-minute short collection. There's eight songs in there. Of just really, really, really good, like, technical music. The guitars are weird. They're... He has this really, like, um... I don't know musical terms, but it's essentially he's like each guitar panned left and right is playing different things and they start and stop in non standard ways. So you never know what's coming next. And when something does come, like you don't expect sounds to happen when they do. <laughs> so it's just this really like fresh and unique style of guitar. And like the drums are tight, the bass is tight, the vocals are good. But they broke up after their first album and Um, it was kind of like on hiatus for a long time and then all the members of the band
0: quit except for the guitarist which was like the writer of the band and like the brainchild right
1: Um, and then they did a GoFundMe that failed horribly Um, (laughs) and they put out one single that was nothing to write home about I actually don't even like their first single it's like the Nidir or something oh yeah that was bad (laughs) Um, so I kind of had written them off as like Dead because they it was so long after the their single so they came out with a new one called the elder much much better than the nadir doesn't even come close to how good their first album was
0: i agree still disappointed yeah the, the both singles they put out have been pretty meh um i will say though there, there was
1: a a video posted to the guitarist youtube of a song called shedding it has the heart machine name, but it, I think it was just like a something he worked on, on the side. That song is sick. Like, is it that filled with really shredding? Is, huh? Is it filled with shredding? It is, but it's called shedding. <laughs> um, that shedding song perfectly shreds. captures like what the heart machine, I think, embodies. But the other two songs are just
0: really bad, in my opinion. Damn. Yeah, it's it's, it's really disappointing. Um, but for those listening, definitely check out The Heart Machine's first album. What's it called again? Uh, Disclosure. Disclosure. Yeah. Insanely good. It's kind of like, what, progressive metal gents, like that old school that you would find with old periphery. I don't know. They're, they're a little
1: different on their own, though. Like, it's um, it, I'd almost consider it like tech depth, but the vocals
0: don't fit that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a mellow tech death. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. By the way, no, definitely check it out their first album because that was that was a great great album. And then last song I want to talk about, I'm surprised to see this tenacious D comes out with a new song. Oh my god! I forgot about that. The D came out with five needs, and my goodness, it's a short one, but it's it's sweet. It- Everything that I love about the D is in that song. The spirit
1: of the D is there. The The rawness of the D is there. The goofy of the D is there. The shortness of the D is there.
0: All but parts of the D are there in this short really and sweet good. fashion. Just, yeah, <laughs> Uh, five Needs, that was great that was a great song, so definitely check out Five Needs by Tenacious D, I don't think you'll be disappointed it's a fun one, if anybody can listen to that song and like not like it I don't know, they're crazy, they're weird I don't know but you said that you've been playing some games lately what, what video games have you been playing? Um, my friend and I have been getting into
1: Siege Um, we're playing Ranked in there we know we're never going to get good because we only have two people and it's like a five person team. Right. And it's, it's a, it's a team based game, but
0: we've been having a lot of fun with it. What uh, kind of play style do you do? Like, I, I haven't really played siege, but I know that there's different classes that do like specific jobs that you're supposed yeah. to do. What, what do you usually lean towards? Um, I mean, really, it
1: depends on so much. Um, we're not good enough to do what's called roaming, where you leave the bomb sites and then your whole job is to just pick off people from like, behind. Because we're not, we now know the maps well enough to do that, but we're not technically skilled enough to land our shots when we need to. Okay. You're just so, not like, good yet. Yeah, we're not good yet. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. So we usually we pick two operators that complement each other. And then try to play to each other's strengths, and like we kind of have our own strategies for each bomb site. But um, we if we feel like if we get a third person, then our game, our game, So like right now we're at like a fifty percent win rate, which is kind of good for ranked play, right? Okay. Um, and our we're usually at the top of the leaderboards for our team, but we lose because our teammates aren't pulling their weight which is to be expected in a ranked environment when you're not on a five-person team,
0: right? Do you typically get teamed up with three randos, or is it a team of three with your team of two? It's you usually know. all randos. But whenever we
1: do get teamed up with another team, it usually ends up pretty well for us. Uh, I, would, I would suspect. Um, like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so I've been playing a lot of that. Um, also, been playing a lot of Legends of Runeterra. Hell yeah, man. Me too. I love that game. Yeah, it's. I'm um, a big like, um, card game, strategy card game kind of kind of guy, and I think this. It borrows a lot of ideas from other successful card games, mm-hmm. but it brings the best of all of them, and like all of the flaws of the other games are kind of somewhat addressed. Like that's not to say the game doesn't have flaws. Right. But it's a fresh mix of all of the fun ideas from all the other games.
0: Yeah, dude, I agree. I mean, I've played Hearthstone. I've played the Elder Scrolls strategy card game. I've played Magic the Gathering. Uh, what else? I've played Gwent. And I don't. I, there's things I love and hate about all of them. Um, Hearthstone, I did like a lot until, it, I don't know, it just got too confusing and pay to win for me. Yep. Um, Elder Scrolls never really took off. Gwent is really great, but really long. Uh, magic The gathering you have to be in person and buy packs and get random cards this game is literally just straight not pay to win it has it's all about strategy every single region and it has its own unique characteristics that make it great every champion is unique i don't know it's a very fun game that with like it's like 10 different play styles if not more and then you can take. And that's just right now too. And that's just one play style. And most of the times you have multiple per deck, so like so much you can do with the game. I'm having a ton of fun. Uh, I'm trying to build a Bilgewater and Isles deck that basically you want to toss as many cards as you can to get deep, because then your sea monsters will be better. And then you also want to kill your allies. And then there's a champion that once you toss or kill 25 allies, he obliterates the the opposing person's deck besides, yeah, like, six one. cards. Stupid. So it's crazy. But, no, I've been loving that game, too. Um, I've been playing my fair share of Red Dead Redemption 2, trying to... I've had this game for over a year, and I, probably oh, close to a year and a half now, and I still haven't beat it because, one, I don't put enough time into it, but it's so long so good. That story is just... It's, it's It takes a while for the story to really kick off, but once it does, mm. it's fantastic. Um, what else have I been playing?
1: Animal Crossing, for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Animal Crossing. Not as much as when it originally came out, but definitely been playing some Animal Crossing. Um, and then, what else? Uh, most, mostly those, and then a little bit of... What's it called? Gloomhaven with you and Brandon. Not a video game, but a great, great board game. It's so much fun. Like, if you like board games, and you like RPGs, and you like, like, if you like Dungeons & Dragons, I don't know. This is like Dungeons & Dragons turned into a board game. But not as role-play-y. It's, it's not as open-ended role-play, but I don't know. It's so much fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely flaws with, with the game, but for every flaw, there's something it does right, and the thing that it does right is so good that the flaws, like, don't even exist.
0: Right, right, yeah, and... You start off on scenario one. You have to do that one first. As soon as you beat it, you get unlock some more scenarios. Then you can kind of choose what quests you want to follow, whether it's to go after this person, this person. Super fun, super personal. And then everything you do is permanent. So as soon as you unlock something, you place a sticker down. You can't pull that sticker back up. It's it's fun. I like it a lot. Um, super excited to continue playing with you guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I hope we can... Uh actually complete it. Yeah, me too. I really do. I think we could. We'll just have to put time into it. Um I've also that to me post- something
1: that I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Ask me. With with the plan with um the current landscape
0: of things, what's your plan for like vanning? For vanning? Um yeah, so I don't know if I've said it before, but my wife Veronica and I re bought a nineteen eighty five GMC Vandura 2500 conversion van, and we want to rip it all out and we want to turn it into a a home, basically a place to live and then drive across the country for a while, living in the van and going to like all the national parks and all the cool places the United States has to offer and living that nomadic lifestyle. Um, Coronavirus hasn't really changed that plan at all. If anything, it's kind of more enticing because it's kind of like freeing so right now we're just trying to save money to both have in our savings for because you know we might not have a job while we do it we might we're trying to figure that out and then just to pay for all the repairs and all of the installations on the van so like on saturday we went and we ripped out all the flooring in it uh it was like this plywood glued to the bottom of the van that then had carpet glued on top of that and that was all a pain in the butt So now we gotta go and get all the glue out of there and take out the walls. And so uh, it's a big project, but I'm freaking excited. So what do you mean by
1: live in the van and travel the United States? Literally, that's exactly what I mean. Like, where do you sleep? Do you just pull over in like a parking lot?
0: Yeah, so you Walmart parking lot, so you can do that, you can pull over. But honestly, like you can just pull over anywhere. And just then, sleep in the van. I mean, as long as you're in a safe area or in a secluded area, you'll be fine. And so, yeah. Is that a little scary? I mean, yeah, yes and no. It's not that much different than sleeping in a house, in a in a poor neighborhood, maybe. I don't know. It depends on where you're at. Because the doors are gonna be locked, and we're gonna have a lot. We're gonna have like all the windows blacked out. Like you're not gonna be able to see inside the van. So, like, yeah, someone could potentially break in, but as soon as they start trying to break in, if we're sleeping, we're going to hear them. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried. There's plenty of people that already do it. I'm really looking forward to just, like, parking it on a beach and having a campfire and doing, like, just living life, you know?
1: Yeah, so what can you do in the van? Like, you say you're going to live in there. It's so like, what... What normal things that you would have in a house exist in a van and, like, what's missing?
0: So you're go- we're going to have a sink and we're going to have a stovetop and we're going to have either a fridge or a cooler that, like, a cooler that's going to be really good enough to hold ice for weeks on end so you don't have to, like, constantly put ice in it, Um so the layout of the van that we're thinking is like as soon as you open the doors you're going to have a countertop in front of you that's going to have a sink in the stove and then some cabinets like pantry ish and that countertop if you look to the left from that you'll have a couch like a bench couch and then under that we'll have storage and that bench will be able to be pulled out into a bed and then on the other side of the van you're going to have a countertop running along with just storage and stuff, and basically that's all you really need. So we're gonna need storage for our clothes, storage for our food, um, and storage for our bath necessities. The only downsides is there's not gonna be a toilet and there's not gonna be a shower, so that's gonna suck. But Walmart's open 24 hours a day. Most gas stations you go to the bathroom and stuff there. And then for showers, we have a Planet Fitness membership. And we can go take free showers there. And they have those all over the country. So as long as we're in a close enough distance to one of those, we'll be fine. Or we're just going to have to wipe ourselves down with white wipes from time to time, you know. That's dedication, dude. Yeah, but when you're living in a van and you're just, like, doing – you You go. You basically, we're going to be, like – think of it as, like, camping all the time. I mean, most of the other people are going to be smelling, too, so who cares? <laughs> And then, how long do you want to do this? That, as long as I'm comfortable, I would say. Like, and as I say, comfortable—that could be—that can mean multitude of things. Like, comfortable with how much money we have. I don't want to bleed myself dry on money completely, um, or just comfortable, just how life is living. So we don't—I don't have an exact number for you, but I would—I would say like a year probably. And then. Where do you want that to, like, go next? So that's one of the cool things about it is since we're going to be traveling all across the United States, we're going to be seeing all these different parts. And then we might find a place that we want to settle down from this. So, like, we've we been places before. And I've been to multiple tons of places around the country. But not really been to places that I am like, oh, shoot, I really want to live there. Except for Portland. I do love Portland. But this is a good way that we can travel everywhere and figure that out. Um, So, yeah. And then I'll I'll obviously have to come back here to St. Louis because all of our, like, stuff will be stored here at either, like, my parents' or storage, depending on how much stuff we have. And we'll just have to get our stuff and go wherever we want to go to then live. That's, like, simultaneously the coolest, scariest, wildest, and 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 dumbest thing. Don't forget dumbness. You have to add a little bit of that in there, too. I mean,
1: I wouldn't consider it dumb, though, because it's something that you've put a lot of thought into. Oh, You, yes. you aren't just, like, packing up everything and leaving, like, on a whim. This is right. something that you decided you wanted to do, put a lot of thought and effort, planned it. So, like,
0: dumb, it's not dumb anymore. Like, that, not- that's all the table. It's not dumb in that sense, but like I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm excited because even if we do go through a ton of our savings, it'll be totally worth it in my opinion. Because that might like
1: this be is the only time you can.
0: Right, exactly. So like I'm working from home right now, so I could potentially just work out of the van. The only downside is that I have to spend eight hours every day like inside the van working, and that kind of sucks. But you know, there's ups, there's downs. We'll have to figure that out. But, or,
1: better yet, you could take up a, a hobby that you could do in the van wherever you want and then
0: figure out how to make money off that. That's the plan, honestly. I mean, Veronica being an artist, like, she's trying to figure things out. Honestly, we just need these listeners right now to just donate a shit ton of money all the time, <laughs> and then I can just live in the van podcasting. I know it wouldn't be that great, but why not? Dude, you're going to have to, like,
1: <laughs> podcast it while you drive. And, like, you're going to have to have, like, seven different podcasts.
0: You know, that's fair. That's fair. I would do it. I'll have uh, metal music. I'll have video games. Um, what else do I like? I like some sports. I'll do some sports podcasts. I'll, I can do a podcast while living in a van. You know? You never know. You never know. The, the biggest downside for me, I think, is probably going to be pooping. I poop a lot. And pooping in a van i don't know i don't know how that's gonna be yet we gotta figure out the logistics on that situation my thought is why not just get a giant litter box if cats can do it why can't i (laughs) (laughs) funny story funny story whenever i was younger because i've always had a cat um i had a friend kyle and you know this friend kyle and we were hanging out in my basement and doing something, and he really had to take a piss. And he didn't want to walk up the stairs because he was lazy. So he turns around and says, dude, can I pee in the litter box? And I'm like, sure, I don't care. And I, I should have said no. So he pees in the litter box. And my God, because like when cats pee, it leaves those clumps, you know, it's like clumping. Mm-hmm. When a human pees, it does the same thing, but they have so much of it. The whole box turned into a clump. So the funny thing is I forgot about it. So I forgot to clean it up. So my mom, like the next day or a couple days later, when she went to clean the litter box, I was downstairs playing games. And she said, holy shit, Koopa, what did you do in this thing? And I died laughing. I just could not stop laughing. I didn't tell her what happened, but I, was, I just played it off. as like, my goodness, Koopa, what the heck? You pee a lot. that's hilarious that was a good one yeah take one damn damn well we're reaching the hour mark here I don't want to keep these guys listening too long so do you have any other burning questions you want to ask before we give a hot take no
1: but I will say I have a hot take this week
0: I do too so we can both give one Um, you go first um so Hold on. let me write it down too because I, I uh for those also listening if you did not know i've created a playlist on spotify that is public called two metal fans podcast hot takes what a great clever name you know it's free for anybody to follow and download and listen to but i won't make i won't let you collaborate because it's <laughs> it's only from the show Funny enough, I had to go back and listen to all the ends of the ends of all the episodes just to remember what hot takes because I totally have forgotten. Nice, <laughs> but uh, yeah, go ahead. Let's hear what you got.
1: So, my actual hot take is go listen to um, the Persona Five soundtrack. It is unbelievable. It's like this jazz, jazzy, poppy kind of vibe, um, and I honestly love it. So much. But there's this um, artist on Spotify called Sapphire. I don't know anything about her other than she has an album called The Velvet Lounge and The Velvet Lounge 2. And they're both songs from Persona 5. And I think they're covers? But she sounds really close to, like, the... It sounds really close to the version in-game, but it's subtly different. Hmm.
0: Um. So. What I, uh? What song do you want to add to the playlist? Because I'm only doing one song per. Per hot take, I should say.
1: Mm. Why don't you? You give your hot take. I'm gonna <laughs> listen to this on mute, and I'll figure out the correct song name oh, on the mute.
0: Piece. Okay. So. My hot take is a band that I just found out about and don't know too much. They're called Oransi Pazuzu. Yeah, you heard that right. Oransi Pazuzu. They're Finnish, and they have a new album. I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but it's Mestarin Kinsi. Uh, so Oransi Pazuzu, Mesterin Kinsi. It's like this. It's Finnish, so you can't understand a word they're saying very very doom sounding low drawn out like i don't know doom metal i guess i'm not that familiar so i couldn't say it, but i listened to that album front to the back and it's nothing i've ever heard before but it's very very interesting and it sounded really good so like i'll definitely listen again but it's like an experience. I don't know if you could really listen to one song, like choose a song to just listen to, which I'm going to throw a song out on the hot takes and then you can decide. But I don't know. It's a great experience, something very different and I'd never heard before. Yeah, when you told me
1: to listen to that, I was like very confused the entire time I listened to it.
0: And that means <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah, no, it, it's it's different and good and that's what these hot takes are for um i don't know if i keep listening if i'm gonna keep liking it or not but we'll see
1: the song i'd give is last surprise last
0: surprise all right all right so thank you everybody for listening to this episode we just love hanging out and talking music with you all If you enjoyed it, hated it, kind of liked it, or if you just are hungry, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It'll help us get one more listener. And have a wonderful, wonderful week. Stay inside. Stay safe. There is coronavirus and everything that's going on is absolutely crazy. I'm not going to get political with it. Just be smart. If you're going to go outside, don't be getting close to people and if you're going to stay inside just wear at least underwear please and for that this is logan thank you for listening jordan thank you for talking we'll see you next week